And it's great to have you in the house. Great to have you at home as well. Thank you so much for joining in. And I know that there's many that want to come and see the brand new building uh, that you have built, that you have built. This is not my church. First of all, it's Jesus' church. And then it's your church. Amen. It's the people's church. Whose church is it? It's the people's church, right? And so I know there's many of you that would like to come and have a look and so on and so forth. And I'm just trusting that we can get to that day. We're going to try and get as many as we can following all the regulations. But on that day, I'm looking for that day when we can officially dedicate this building. And I'm going to do that once we can have everybody here. Are you in agreement with me this morning? All right. And let's just believe God that we're not going to go through a third wave and a fourth wave and whatever else uh, we're going to get through this COVID. Bump your neighbor and say, all is well in Jesus' name. Look at somebody and tell them, I can see the light. I can see the light. Not these lights, but I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Amen. I'm going to continue this morning on what's your sound. Bump your neighbor and say to them, what's your sound? Look at somebody and, and say to them, so... So, so what, what is your sound? So, so what, what is your sound? Don't stutter like I, like I stutter, but say it. So what is your sound? What is your sound this morning? We're continuing with the series. The sermon uh, notes are available on the church app. If you haven't got the church app, then you can download it. And uh, you can follow us with the sermon outline on there. There's missing words. As you type in the word, it'll auto-correct it for you. But here's the thing. We want you to have these notes. We want you to have the scriptures. We want you to go home. And I need you to check up that I'm not taking you astray, right? I know we've got, some, we've got the dean of the Bible school here, and we've got the COO here, and there's other very competent people that are sitting here, highly educated and refined like Mr. Villow sitting in the front here, who's got his PhD. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, there's many of you that have studied the Bible. You've done several years in Bible school. I need you to check me out, right? And then also, that, those sermon notes are for you to go home and ponder about what we said. Look at the Scriptures. Speak the Scriptures. Memorize the Scriptures. Because why? Wow, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Faith comes. Would you lift your hands and say after me, I am a faith person. Say it like you have a bit of faith this morning in this house. I am a faith person that has a faith covenant with a faith God. And we are a household of faith. We thank God for our founders, Dr. Fred and Sister Nell Roberts. She's here with us this morning, who taught us all about faith. So we, that's our heritage. Look at somebody and tell them, I'm a, I'm a believer and not a doubter. I'm a believer and not a doubter. Come on, we're a household of faith. And as long as I'm here and whoever takes over after me, it's in the DNA, it's in the stage, it's in the carpet, it's in the fabric, we're going to preach faith. We're going to speak faith. We're going to encourage one another with the Word of God. Amen. There's nothing that can manufacture faith like the Word of God. Can you say amen? So that's on the sermon outline that's on the uh, church app. And then also, I want you to look with me at Isaiah 55. By the way, we're going to have a great Easter conference. I'm really excited about that. Uh, it is, by the way, entitled The Blood Speaks. And so that song was written for the Easter conference, but we were kind of itchy to play it and sing it. I know Wayne was. And uh, thank God for him and the gifting that God has given him. Would you give all these guys a tremendous big God bless you this morning? 
all of Wayne and all of the team that are here. There's a lot of people that you cannot see today, but they are what I call beyond the veil. They're in the Holy of Holies, and they're, they're on my media department. I think one day, guys, we need to get a camera shot just so that the people can see everybody. I think the, the, the tour guys, did you guys get to go to the back? You went to the back. So you saw them in the back. Can you put your hands together for all of them together this morning to show our love and appreciation to each and every one of them? By the way, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be able to come into your homes. And then, of course, the sound guys, the camera guys, everybody, the dream teamers, uh, everybody that makes this Sunday what it is, an epic Sunday. One more time, let's put our hands together for all of them. All right? Praise the Lord. Isaiah 55 is where I'm at, chapter 10. Isaiah 55, and it says there, verse 10, for as the rain comes down and the snow, from where? From? From heaven. And do not return there. But what does it do? It waters the earth and it makes it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. And then, the Lord says through Isaiah, so shall my word be that goes from my mouth. That's powerful. It shall not, the word of God shall not, the word of God in your mouth shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Now, Father, I thank you for your word today that as your word comes, you said it shall not return void unto you. But I thank you that this morning your word has the power to even go through the lenses onto the various social media platforms and into the homes of every person watching. And your word is so dynamic. Your word is so powerful. It can cut through any situation. It can bombard and bash through every obstacle, anything that's in its way. Thank you that your word will have its sway in the mighty name of Jesus. And we thank you today that your word finds us. And by that, I mean, Lord, that whatever the greatest need in our hearts is, that your word locates that need and your word has the power to meet that need. And we will bless you and give you all the honor and all the praise in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. So like I said, family, we're going to continue with what's your sound. And of course, we need to recognize that in this life, we are surrounded by so many different sounds. Sounds like a cow, but actually it's a wolf howling. It's a wolf howling. All right, let's hear some more bear sounds. That's a bell. All right, good, good, good. How about the sound? Mauritius. <laughs> Sounds like Mauritius. Okay, that's waves crashing on the seashore. Wonderful. And the sound? When you wake up in the morning? You hear birds chirping, right? Amen. Hey, praising the Lord. How about this? Aren't you glad a baby's laughing and not crying? How many of you have had crying babies, but you would much rather prefer a laughing baby, all right? How about this? Last night we had this. Yeah? Rainfall and thunder. How about this? Come on. 
Yay, we're going on holiday. Praise the Lord. How about this sound? Oh, not a nice sound, eh? And then how about this last sound? Right now, that's what's happening in, in your bodies. That's our beating heart. Amen. So what I want to do, uh, just encourage you, is I hope that by now that you realized uh, that as spirit beings, we release a specific sound into the atmosphere. And if you've been tracking with me, I've said from the beginning that, of course, sound is always greater than sight. And also, not only that, but the sound that we release will attract into our lives certain things. And depending on the kind of sound that we release, we will either attract good or bad. So again, I want to ask you the question, what's your sound? Would you ask your neighbor, what's your sound? Huh? Bump him, bumper. what's your sound? So what's your sound? All right. You need to realize that you and I were created by God for God. And that as a child of God, we carry a unique sound that is specific to the kingdom, specific to God, specific to heaven, specific to you and I as the redeemed of the Lord. How many of you remember 120 were in that upper room in Acts chapter 2 and verse 6? And it says there, and when this sound occurred, they were waiting there 50 days of Pentecost, and then suddenly the Bible says there was a sound as of a mighty rushing wind. They all got filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And then verse 6 says, and when this sound occurred, what happened? The multitudes came together and were confused. Everyone heard them speak in his own language. So who is it or what is it that gives us this unique sound? And again, if you've been tracking with me, I said in the one week it's the Holy Spirit. And then last week we learned that uh, Jesus said it is written. And every one of us has an it is written for our own lives for the specific situation that we find ourselves in. But we also create that unique sound when we just simply begin to vocalize our faith, all right? And I want to remind you once again, family, that there is no such thing as silent faith. Look at somebody and tell them there's no such thing as silent faith, all right? We are a vocal people. We are a vocal church. Romans 10 and 8, look at what it says. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach and that you preach. And then if you go down to verse 17, you know Romans 10, 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Verse 18, but I say, have they not heard? Yes, indeed, their sound. What sound is that? It's the sound of faith that has been vocalized. Their sound has gone out to all the earth and their words to the ends of the world. So I want you to understand once again, and, and for a lot of you, this is just a recapping. We are, in fact, speaking spirits. Every one of us is a speaking spirit. And unfortunately, the enemy knows this, and he catches us and gets us to spend a lot of time speaking about stuff that is contrary to the will of God and, of course, contrary to the Word of God, right? But what did God tell Moses? Remember in Numbers, it's a very powerful scripture, this. Numbers 14, God was actually exasperated with the people of Israel. 
And this is what he finally says to Moses. He says, Moses, come here. He says, now, as I live, says the Lord, just as you have spoken in my hearing, so I will do. In other words, God was saying, listen, whatever you say, whatever you decide, whatever you're intentional about, so intentional that you speak it, that is what I will do. That's a powerful scripture which brings me to my next slide, that God can only do as you have spoken. Would you say this after me? God can only do as I have spoken. Say it again. God can only do as I have spoken. There at home, we can't hear you, but can you say it one more time, everybody? God can only do as I have spoken. Hallelujah. So God cannot violate his will, neither can he violate his word. If we don't speak his will, which is his word, then what do we do? We tie God's hands and we allow the enemy to do with us even as we have spoken. And so if you say, well, I'll never be this or I'll never be that, then guess what happens? The enemy sets to work and that's exactly what we will have. Ever, ever heard anybody say, oh, I can't afford this? That's right, just keep saying that. I can't afford this. Because what happens is the enemy gets to work and you will never be able to afford a Coke or a packet of chips or a suit or whatever it is that you're trusting God for. You've heard people say, I'm useless. Go ahead, just keep speaking that because that's the enemy will go to work and you will be useless and you will be fruitless and they won't. you'll be spinning your wheels as it were or you've heard people say, well, I'm just not good enough for that. Go ahead and say that. That's exactly what you'll be, right? God can only do as you have spoken. Can I get a better amen than that? You see, the sad thing is some of us have allowed the sound of others to shape our world. I want to encourage you today. Do not allow the sound of others to shape your world. If you're unhappy with your world, maybe it's because you've been using their sound to shape your world. You are responsible for your own world. Lift your hands and say, I am, I am responsible for the world I create by the words that I speak. Hallelujah. Now, I know we've been overwhelmed. This COVID thing has been a huge thing. And for a lot of us, it's taken the wind out of our sails. But I want to ask you today, how big is your God? Is your mountain bigger than your God? Is COVID bigger than the God that you serve? I know that there are things that have happened during this COVID, and I, I don't have some explanation for it. But that won't stop me from praising God. That won't stop me from getting into his word. That won't stop me from lifting up my hands. That won't stop me from being a giver. That won't stop me from walking in forgiveness. That won't stop me from checking my heart to see if there's any hardness. That won't stop me from skipping a little bit and singing and jumping even when everybody around about me is depressed. There are a lot of things that I don't understand and I probably never will understand. But one day when I get to heaven, I'll be sitting with Jesus and asking him a lot of questions. But until such time, I'm, I'm doing it by faith. Hallelujah. Can you say praise the Lord? You see, Christianity is actually very, very simple. We've made it complicated. It's simple. It's just hearing what God says 
and then obeying it and then actually saying what he tells you to say. Christianity is simply about saying what Jesus tells you to say. That's how simple it is. And if you say what he tells you to say, you release the right sound. And it'll be your faith speaking for you, not somebody else's faith. You can't get somebody else's faith to speak for you. You have to get your own faith speaking for yourself. I remember when Pastor Fred died, and I suddenly felt the weight of this ministry because he was carrying it. His faith was carrying it. We were riding his wave, which was lovely, great, hallelujah. But when he died, I suddenly, oh, I felt this thing. My goodness. And I realized, you know what? I need to start vocalizing my faith. I need to start causing my faith to work. Hallelujah. Anybody in this place? And look, when you speak your faith, look at where you will go. Look at Romans 10 and verse 18 again. Would you do that for me? But I say, have they not heard? Yes, indeed. Their sound has gone out to where? All the earth. And their words to where? The ends of of the world. I want you to catch this thing today. I mean, that's the power. The Amplified says it like this, that their faith has gone out to all the world and their words to the far bounds of the world. The Message Bible says that the voices have gone around the world. Their message to earth's seven seas. Now, I don't know where seven seas are, but I imagine it to be a very far place. What I'm trying to say is there is no limit to what God can do, where he can send you, what he can do with your finances, your business, your marriage, as a result of the power of your faith being vocalized. The power of your sound carries no limit. Can I say it one more time? The power of your sound carries no limit. When you put the Word of God in your heart and you speak that Word out, let me tell you, your faith being vocalized carries no limit. I don't care what limit there is on the Rand dollar. I don't care what limit the financial people say, the banking people say. I don't care what limits the government puts on us. I don't care what limits the politician puts on us. I don't care what limits the doctors and the physicians, God bless their soul, put on us. There is no limit to when you vocalize your faith. Hallelujah. Can you say praise the Lord? Hallelujah. Look at what Psalm 2 and verse 8 says. Ask of me. Ask of me. It's the sound of faith. And God says, I will give you three people and just the back corner of your garden. That's all I, that's all, that's, that's all I have for you. Is that what he says? He says, ask of me and I will what? Give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. I mean, there's no limit when it comes to God, when it comes to what your faith in your heart and speaking it out of your mouth. There's no telling what your faith will do for you. Every form of ism, every form of ism is man-made and it's desired to limit you restrict you, and confine you. And every form of man-made-ism will tell you where you can go, what you can do, what you can have. And that includes even socialism and communism, even though it has morphed. Every form of ism is man-made. 
And the ultimate purpose of that is to restrict you and confine you, right? But not so with God. When you think about the man called Abraham, who's the father of our faith, Abraham. He said, Abraham! <laughs> Come on, Abraham was, he was a pagan, being raised up from the land of Ur of the Chaldeans. His father was a pagan worshiper. He said to him, Abram, as far as you can see, you can have. As far as you can see. But what happened first? God gave him a promise. Abram had to take that promise, and he had to verbalize that promise. He had to vocalize his faith based on the promise that he received. Where did he get that promise? In Genesis chapter 12. And verse 1, God says, the Lord said to Abram, get out of your country, from your family, from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. I'll make you a great nation. I'll bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram had to get that word. He had to get that word in his heart. He had to speak that word even when Sarah was not producing and, and, and she was old and he was old. He had to speak that word. He had to vocalize his faith. Hallelujah. And every time he spoke the promise, he spoke his faith. His faith was vocalized. There was a God sound that he released. And when that sound was manifested, God said, now, as you have spoken, now you can see with your eyes all that I have for you. Hallelujah. But he first had to release the sound. That's why we say sound is greater than sight. Let's look at Isaiah 55 once again, verse 10. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper. The New Living Translation says, the rain and snow come down from heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. It is the same with my word. I send it out, and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere, no matter in Africa, in South America, in North America, in China, by the Amazon. You can be in Iceland. You can be in Greenland. You can be in New Zealand. The Word of God will work in every country, in every situation. The New Century Version says rain and snow fall from the sky and do not return without watering the ground. They cause the plants to sprout and grow, making seeds for the farmer and bread for the people. The same thing is true of the words I speak. They'll not return to me empty. They make the things happen that I want to happen, and they succeed in doing what I send them to do. Hallelujah. Say this after me, God's word in your mouth, look at somebody, God's word in your mouth is just as good as God's word in God's mouth. God's word in your mouth is just as good as God's word in his mouth. God's word in my mouth 
It's as if God himself is speaking the word. When I take the word of God that's in my heart and that word has been quickened to me and I speak that word, it's as good as God speaking that word. I'm not trying to say that we are equal to God or we are whatever, but that's the, the principle is the same. When Adam was in that garden down below, God said, no, I don't need to come down to the garden of Eden. Adam, all you need to do is speak my word. You down there is just as good as if I'm down there. And when we speak God's word, it's as if God himself is speaking that word. Some of us need to just think about that. Whatever situation you're in, don't look at the circumstances. What happened to Peter? He saw the waves. He saw everything. He began to drown. Right? God said, come, come. I've given you the word. Just speak my word. I've given you the word. When you look at the circumstance and the situation, you have to remind yourself that God's word and my mouth is just as good as if God himself is speaking it. God's word in his mouth. It's God's word in his mouth. It's in my mouth, but it's as good as God's word in God's mouth. Can you say praise the Lord this morning? And then he says, they look, the rain and the snow, both the rain and the snow, where do they come from? They come from heaven, right? So in other words, it's heaven sent. And then what happens? Anything that is heaven sent, when it touches the earth, what happens? Three things. It waters the earth. It causes it to bud and bring forth. Hallelujah. Then it gives seed to the sower. Hallelujah. Then it gives bread to the eater. Do you notice the first two, watering the earth and bringing it forth, are things that happen unseen to the naked eye. In other words, when you vocalize the your faith and you speak God's word, there are things happening in the spirit realm unbeknownst to you that is not seen by the naked eye. This is what makes Christianity and serving Jesus so marvelous. Hallelujah. Come on. When you vocalize your faith, there are things happening that you cannot see. That's why the devil wants to attack your sound. That's why he wants to shut you down. Why? Because he knows the power of sound. And not just any sound, but the sound of heaven, the sound of faith, the sound of victory, the sound of hope, the sound of blessing and favor, the sound of joy. Hallelujah. I know that tomorrow is Human Rights Day, 21st of March, 1960. We recognize what a tragedy that was. 69 people killed over 180 that were wounded. But I tell you what, man, what about God rights? God rights because of the blood. Every one of us has a right to healing. We have a right to be accepted. We have a right to be loved. We have a right to be victorious. You have no right to be poor. You have every right to prosper. Can I say that one more time? Those of you at home, you have no right to be poor. You have every right to prosper, to flourish. You have no right to be depressed. You have every right to be happy and joyful. Come on, it's a God right. Can you say amen? Come on, people of God. Hallelujah. And when we vocalize our faith, we are affirming our rights in Christ. You might not be seeing anything, but I tell you what, your faith speaking 
What's been happening? It's been watering your miracle. The rain and the snow come down from heaven, and what happens? It waters the earth. When you vocalize your faith, when you are speaking your faith, what's happening? Shh, I, I'm watering my miracle. I'm watering my, uh, 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 no, don't, 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 don't try and say two plus two is four because in God's economy, two plus two is a thousand. Two plus two is whatever your faith can believe God for. But I've been sounding my faith and I've been watering my miracle. Hallelujah. Your breakthrough has been watering now. You've, you've spoken the word, you've vocalized your faith and your breakthrough has been watered and it's now pushing forth roots. Hallelujah. When you vocalized your faith, what happened? Your dreams. Some of those dreams have been dormant. They've forgotten. But when you vocalize your faith, you're awakening your dreams. You've been watering your dreams by the sound of your faith. Hallelujah. When you've been vocalizing your faith, it's like God blowing off the cobwebs and the dust of every word that God gave you, a prophetic word, a dream that God gave you. Every time you sound your faith, you're watering your future. Look at somebody, tell them, when you sound your faith, you're watering your future. Come on. Every time you get intentional about saying what God says, you're tilling the soil for your miracle. Hallelujah. Here's what I want to tell you. Your seed needs to hear the sound of your faith speaking. Your seed needs to hear the sound of your faith speaking. Your seed needs to hear your voice, not just any voice, not just any sound. What happens in the natural when you water the ground? The ground becomes soft. Now I want to tell you today with all love that a lot of our dreams and a lot of our miracles can't emerge because the ground has become too hard. What do you mean, Pastor? I mean the soil of our hearts have become hardened. How? Just saying what the world is saying. Just agreeing with people's opinions. Just going along with the sentiment that's out there. Instead of going with what God says and vocalizing your faith. You see, the thing about seeds that we need to realize is Seeds require lots of water initially. Amen. When you put that seed in the ground, you've got, to, you've got to spend a lot of time watering, watering, watering. You see nothing. Keep watering. Come back the next day. I still see nothing. Keep watering. In other words, you've got to do a whole lot of saying before anything can happen. Got to be a whole lot of declaring and decreeing before you begin to see anything. And when you speak your faith, it's like water to a seed. And when the seed sees the water, then everything that's in the seed can be released and it begins to bring forth and bud. Hallelujah. Come on, look at two people, three people right now and tell them, keep speaking your faith. I don't know what you might be going through, but keep speaking your faith. Why? Because every time you speak your faith, you are watering your seed. You're watering your future. You're watering your miracle. I'm here to encourage you. Many I know have lost heart. And you know what? We've taken up the sound of the world. You say, how? Simply by default. When you don't say anything, 
then the devil steps in and says, I'll speak for you. I'll be your voice. When you say nothing, the devil steps in and says, I'll be your sound. And you know what? He never speaks for your good. Never. The devil is a very cruel taskmaster, but he's also a very cruel spokesperson. And he will always speak for your demise, your destruction, and your, and your misery. You say, well, pastor, actually, you know what? I'm so down in the dumps that I have nothing to say. Then can you say hallelujah? Can you say hallelujah at least? You say, man, I've been so hit by this COVID thing, I have nothing to say. Can you say, help me, Jesus? I don't know. Can you say something? There is something that you can say. There is always something that you can say that will bless God and release the sound of faith. You don't have to know three million scriptures and speak the King James language to water your seed. Sometimes all you need to say is just, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Because everything is wrapped up in that name. Hallelujah. You just need something from heaven for your seed and your miracle to hear so that what's in the seed can be released. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That's what a faith person is all about. We are a faith people. Come on. When you are at your lowest, you're, at, you're actually at your highest because that's when faith kicks in and releases the sound. Hallelujah. When you are at your wit's end, you are at the beginning of something miraculous about to happen. Why? Because that's when your faith kicks in and it begins to release the sound. When you're at your worst, you're actually at your best. When you're at your worst, you're actually at your best because now you have to lean in on the Word. Now you have to do something by faith. It's not because everybody blessed you and everybody high-fived you and, and, and you had 500 openings. Now, now it's just pure, simple faith that has to kick in. You don't feel like it. In fact, you want to stay in bed and sleep for the next month, but you get up and your faith has to respond and you vocalize your faith and you release a sound. Hallelujah. Can you say, praise the Lord? Can I get a better praise the Lord this morning? Amen. Now, right where you're at, all right, we have a declaration. Now, I want you, those of you that are here this morning, you can stand up, all right? You can stand up. Now, I want everybody to say these words together with me. We're going to say it together, everybody together, and we're going to declare these words together. You ready? All right, one, two, three. I am a faith person that has a faith covenant with a faith God. I am a speaking spirit made by God for God. It is my faith, God's Word in me, that I choose to speak, thereby releasing a God sound. I have always something good to say, regardless of my situation that will bless God and water my seed and cause to bud and to bring forth into my life every miracle, every blessing, every breakthrough, every increase, every healing, every victory, and every plan and purpose of God in Jesus' name. Amen.
and amen. You may be seated this morning. Hallelujah. Now, we've been talking about the seed. And we've been talking about how when we vocalize our faith, we actually get to water our seed. But (laughs) you can't water nothing. You have to water a seed. And today we're going to use this opportunity to come and bless God in our giving. However He prompts you, this is between you and the Lord. If you take the principles that I've been speaking about, then you'll understand the power of a financial seed as well. And how that, you know, the Bible says He'll give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. If the, if the eater is going to have bread, he has to know that I have to take that seed and sow that seed. You know the mindset of a millionaire when you give him a dollar? He doesn't look at that dollar. He looks at the potential in multiplying that seed and producing a hundred more one dollar bills. Hallelujah. He understands the principle that when I sow that seed, it multiplies and I produce a whole lot more than just one dollar, a one dollar bill. So this morning as we come, those of you watching, you can give as well online, perfectly safe, perfectly okay. We're going to we're going to put a seed into the ground, okay? And I want to thank everybody that's been helping us. And, and, you know, this beautiful building, there's a lot of expenses that we still have to meet and cover. And, and, I, and I wish I could say that it's all paid for. It's not paid for. By faith, it's paid for, right? By faith. So this morning, I want to just encourage you. Come on, let's. I know God has blessed many people. I've spoken to a lot of people who during COVID have actually trebled and quadrupled. I mean, they've done phenomenally, phenomenally. Those of you that, are, that haven't, I'm, I'm trusting that you are. I'm trusting that your finances are going to break out in, in, in every side. Amen? But in order for our seed to be watered, means I need to have a seed. I need to put a seed in this morning. Bump your neighbor and say, do you have a seed? Now, if they said I don't, then you need to give them a seed. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. Praise the Lord. Again, those of you at home, thank you so much. And I know that we're missing out on you. We're missing you, not having you here. There's so many seats here available. Uh, We're looking to that day when we can have everybody here. But you can help us as well. You can sow your seed and... uh, you know, and I want you to speak speaking over, to, to continue speaking over that seed. And I don't know what that seed is for t- today. Whatever that seed is for, I want you to trust God. This is a seed that I'm sowing, and this is what I'm believing you for, because that's what helps you to direct the Scriptures toward that seed. Not just any Scriptures, but Scriptures, a word that is specific to my need. And so that seed Therefore, I'm able to vocalize and be purposed and intentional about how I speak over my seed. My faith is intentional. It's not just firing in in all directions. So whatever it is that you're trusting God for, would you call that your seed, whatever it is? Maybe it's marriage restoration. Maybe it's for business opportunities. Maybe it's for healing in your body. I don't know. I don't know. But let's go ahead and do that today. You say, why? So that you can then bring scriptures that would target that specific need that's in your life. So when you are vocalizing your faith, your faith is going into one direction. 
And then the sound of your faith now gets to water that seed. And what happens to a seed that is watered? It brings forth, begins to bud. Hallelujah. It brings forth whatever is in the seed. The seed seed has to. It's genetically encoded to bring forth and bud. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All right. Now let's pray. Father, I just want to thank you this morning for every person here watching online, on Facebook, YouTube, whatever platform. Thank you for the liberality and generosity that you have placed upon this house. We're believing that every need in this house is met. Every need in every family's house is met. Every need in every business. Those of you that have your own businesses, would you stand up this morning right here? Stand up. If you have your own businesses, if you're at home, I want you to stand up as well. If you've got your own business. Father, I want to thank you right now. Those that are standing here back at home today, today in the name of Jesus. That just like you caused the children of Israel to prosper in their Goshen. I declare today the prosperity of God. I declare today today the favor of God. I declare a thousand may fall at our right hand and 10,000 at our left hand, but it shall not come nigh us, my God, that you shall preserve us and protect us and not cause us to be stagnant neither, but in the middle of chaos, in the middle of hardship, God, you will cause us to gain momentum. I thank you for ideas and witty inventions and strategies that you're giving us, God, that we're not going to allow COVID to put us in a box. No, on the contrary, we're getting out of the box. We're going to stand on top of the box and we're going to see and gaze at the vast possibilities, the vast number of opportunities that lay before us, God, that what the eye, the natural eye cannot see with the eyes of our faith, we begin to see and we begin to hold. And I thank you today, God, for a boldness, a Holy Ghost boldness that comes upon people that will cause them to do things differently, that will cause them to venture out of their boat and to step out on the water and to do things, God, extraordinary, to do things that we've never heard of before. We've never seen it done like this before. I speak the favor of God. I release the blessing of God upon every giver in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.